Hello and welcome to AV World UK episode nine. This week we are joined by the wonderful Amit Patel. Amit, how are you doing? I'm not too bad, mate. How are you guys? Yeah, good, good. And as usual, I am joined by Mark Sumner and Andy Sharp. How are you guys doing? Cracking. Thanks, yeah. mate. All good. Brilliant. Cracking flags outside. Good word, that Andy. Cracking. Nice. Breaking <laughs> out early. So this week, our episode is about the AV trade press. So we've got an absolute expert on with us today, someone that's involved in it on a daily basis. Um, Amit, as usual, I'm going to throw you right in at the deep end and ask you the question on everyone's lips. What do you think is the role of the AV trade press? Sure. I'm going to keep this very simple. Um, essentially, the role for us is um, to support, inform and educate the AV industry. They're the three yep. principles that we essentially, that's what our target is. Mm -hmm. And um, we work with the whole channel. You know, we act as a bridge. Uh, between the channel and the end user and um, that's that is our sole kind of purpose just to keep the answer very short and then let's discuss it <laughs> yeah, no, that, uh, that's great and, and that's a really great way of putting it because I think we've all read publications we've all seen um, different mediums of it whether it be on the web or we've seen um, we've had the magazines delivered through our doors or uh, we've been kept in form of it but to see the impact that a trade press has on and the industry and the information that they get from the different areas of the channel, I think it's really interesting way of putting that to to inform and to in, to educate, and and how that is structured and taken from um, either manufacturers or distributors or or, or or resellers that are looking to, I guess, publicise what they're they're actually doing or what they're all about. So. Do you get many people reach out to you directly or is it that you're uh, engaging with people on particular storylines or how does that generally work? Um, so, I mean, it's a bit of both, I would say. Um, we certainly do get inundated with kind of inquiries. Um, you know, our editorial team, I mean, I've, I get um, access to their email, email addresses. Um, well, we have a general kind of um, press release inbox and it's thousands and thousands on a weekly basis and um you know so i would say certainly it's a it's a kind of a combination between the two mm. uh, we would if there's certain parts of the industry that our editorial team want to reach out to and get their opinion um on how they did certain things and what do they think of this topic or this issue that our industry is going through right now then they will reach out to those people and get their expert kind of views on the situation yeah. And and also, you know, if somebody, for example, has gone through a situation or a scenario and been able to solve it, and that yeah. helps the rest of the industry, um, then they reach out to us and they say, hey, this is what we, we were able to do. Um, mm -hmm. Do you guys want to pick up on it? And, you know, it really did, you know, during COVID uh, times, the world kind of changed, the way we do business changed, yeah. the way, you know, how... You know, we're all speaking now on, on um, Zoom and Teams that mm -hmm. all got introduced and accelerated. Um, so there was a lot of things that we need to know about and how people are coping with certain scenarios. And, and it goes back to my main point. We're there to support, educate and, in, and um, inform the industry. And without people telling us what they've gone through, we're unable to do this, you know, yeah. in, in that and trying to get the whole spectrum and kind a of view of it. And I guess we've all, all read 
trade publications and um we've been through those and seen some some really interesting um pieces is there anything that sort of andy is there is there anything that that sticks in your mind as something you'll go and look for within uh, a trade publication is there a certain yeah, the aspects article of it? i wrote that <laughs> <laughs> I we should all go and, go and look up what i did <laughs> uh, only one though by the way so, the yeah. one article. It's, not, it's not gonna take you long is it um, yeah i i guess uh yeah i i i i'm one of those weird guys that that kind of quite likes um reading the industry magazines although not to go off at too much of a tangent too early have you ever read like industry relevant magazines for industries that have nothing to do with what you do so like cutlery weekly or um, <laughs> like you know so like the, the, the uh, it depends of like yeah you know when you're sitting in a doctor's surgery and and you see some yeah. like those sorts, that's kind of where i think i'd find those sort of cutlery because it is fascinating it's absolutely fascinating the depth that people go into but i guess people get that when they look at av because they don't do what yeah, we yeah do on exactly a, on a daily basis and they'll go Oh look, that's a massive tablet, and you go, no, 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 that's an interactive screen. I think you'll find that's different, and yeah. you start going off on one. And but I guess it's that little thing, and like it's cool to be. I, I, I like being part of my own little industry. That's a thing that we get to do, and uh, and you know, you go to we're talking about ISC before, and we'll go out there, and everyone will be like a buzz, and everyone's excited, and there'll be little podcast people everywhere, and there'll be people doing interviews, and there'll be reporters and uh, magazines and TV crews, and it, it's it's fun to be involved in that sort of element of the industry. I find I certainly find it quite interesting. Yeah. But I also quite like, uh, as you said, it, it, it's sort of almost like um, you hold a mirror up to the industry and it's to educate and inform. Um, mm. And that's kind of good too. Genuinely to see what other people are up to, technological innovations, all that sort of um, bump that goes with it as well. So I, I'm, I'm actually kind of a, I'm a big fan. Um, yeah. And obviously from our side in, in distribution, we get, an opportunity that a lot of our customers maybe don't get to work with that sort of side of developing articles and, and publications and seeing sort of how it all works. Mm. I think it's kind of, yeah, so it's pretty exciting. Is there a, is there a particular element of the press you'll look for Mark? Is there like articles that if there, if there's multiple elements of what it's designed to do, is there particular types of articles or information that you generally look for? No, I'm one of those sad people that will look for everything that relates to me and ignore everything else. I am, <laughs> I am not a sad person. Uh, but in, mo in most of the kind of industry articles at the minute, I, I look at it and I go, right, what was missed? What what didn't they think about? What, mm. you know, they, they've gone around and, it, and it's kind of the, the, and I think this is where you're going with it, Amit, of kind of, you know, that support and inform. However, he's changed in the last four years to incorporate <laughs> so much, but actually not everything's seen there yet so i look through all now when i go right they're talking about audio and i'll deep dive and all i focus about is that audio bit and then by the end of it i'm going right well that was really good actually i need to look a bit more into that and i end up then going a bit like andy into a little spinning universe and going completely off into you know looking <laughs> at things and then deep diving i've never ended up at cuttle but you know maybe, maybe in the future um want to but, try he's got a stack of forks weekly behind him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah it's, for me everything comes out i always give it everything a quick once over and go oh, actually yeah i'd really like to know that and i'm also a bit of a nerd for that to go i know nothing about that but i'm going to read about it now yeah. and then pretend to my mates down pub that i know all about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i guess it also helps you guys um figure out future trends um, can look at what we're talking about 
and you know see try and get ahead of the curve as said yeah as such so there's a lot of responsibility though isn't it Mm. for you to if you're if you're taking information from multiple and and part of you know a big part of what you're doing is looking to educate as a a part of that that publication it's it's quite a big responsibility to make sure that you're informing people in the right way so that it is on point for trend setting but also not going too off at a tangent for example and and saying something is the future when clearly it's not so it's a a real balance you've got to strike absolutely i totally agree it has to be a balance um nobody can predict exactly what's going to happen in the future Mm. um so you know we can only forecast would i say i don't know if that's the right word but yeah forecast what we again writing an editorial piece for example is somebody's opinion so in that person's opinion on what they personally see is going to be that future trend. Do you often, or, or is there a sort of a thing where you all sit down and talk about, right, what do we think is going to happen over the next couple of years? Let's all get some ideas together and you sort of have a loose plan of, of how things are going to play out. Or is it just sort of complete, not completely random, but you know what I mean? Is it just individual led? No, absolutely. I mean, us as a team, um, we sit down once a week um, and we discuss kind of what's going on in the industry. I obviously work on the commercial side. So the editorial team want to know what we're, what we're hearing, you know, how's things on our side. And likewise, we want to know what's going on in their side um, because both need to work together in order for it to be successful. Um, and we always have to think about our readers. If they stop reading the, the magazine itself, then none of us are in a job. So we need to make sure that what we put out is um, going to be relevant for them. Is it more digital than paper these days? I'm sorry, Carl, I say I keep jumping across your <laughs> no, 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 mate, but... I'm curious. Uh, did you guys get, is it more sort of driven by what people are reading online or are you still doing sort of magazine and paper sort of circulations? We, uh, we definitely, I mean, from all I can speak on is my personal point of view on this. Um, I haven't really seen a decline on the print side where, you know, we've consistently getting clients advertise with us. And um, yeah, I mean, th- you've got to see print and online. So for example, uh, going back to Mark's point about audio, if somebody really wants to discuss audio and show the benefits and show it in action, sometimes it's quite hard to talk about that in print. You want to, you know, you want to put a video out of that or show something really in action. And it's about the kind of the medium that you use. Um, so sometimes online will work better and sometimes print will work better. So it's, it's how that client is utilizing both. I always tell my clients that you should, you should be covering all angles um, because uh, with us, we have, like you guys said, and Andy said it before, he likes to read a physical magazine. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's many people out there that are the same as you, Andy, um, that want to have it in the hands reading a physical magazine um and that's how they get their news and be up to date with the industry and you know similarly you get those people that are online only or only get it via an email so when when we're talking to our clients in, and i'm specific about advertising here you've got to be covering um all of the angles to make sure you're hitting 100 percent of the audience i, I think that the the it's really interesting to to sort of look at it as to the evolution mm. to, of the addition now of more and more trade press online advertising or, or uh, articles and the immediacy that online can give you 
the yes. immediate impact that they can. So a company's buying another company or a company has uh, had a, a massive news story and the immediacy that that online yep. impact can get to showcase you are at the forefront of whatever is going on in the audiovisual industry. But then the depth that you can probably go into with a more physical print uh, article that you can spend more time to read it. I think we, yeah. generally I'll spend more time reading something in physical print than I will online. I'll scan through an article or, or you know, it's really relevant to me and that mm. I'm really interested. But I think it does have some real positives uh, and negatives in in both ways. I think it's it, it's had a real positive of the fact that it can be more immediate, but it does take away sometimes from the... Yeah impact or, or the attention that you may give to the printed article because generally it's a monthly monthly produced it's not like it's a daily yeah. you know broadsheet or <laughs> or something that you get out into print to buy from uh, your local news agents so it, it does take i guess some of some of that away but it does allow you to do so much more with it and gives you more versatility absolutely i mean you you hit the nail on the head with the the, the immediacy part of the online and that's where if there's a breaking news for example it's going to go online first because yeah. we can Im- immediately put that on whereas with 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 us we're a essentially a bi-monthly magazine so the editorial features that we have take a lot lot longer and the reason we're bi-monthly is that our editorial team can spend more time researching a certain article piece so then you do get that in-depth read that you guys were discussing earlier um and that's there's that's the two differences um between and and that's why all publications are going to have a physical print or a sort of magazine, whether it's digital or physical print, and a website because you can, you can immediately put things up that need to be need to be going up. Don't let don't let these two books behind me fool you, Abbott. The only thing <laughs> I ever used to read was when the UC Trade Press was delivered to my office, and I used to literally shut off. That would be a cause for the, exactly that reason. When it's digital, I do everything else, and I get mm-hmm. middled up. I shut everything off, and for about two hours, I sat there with an A3 booklet sat there and I'd read through every page and then I'd put it down and go, brilliant, that, see you in a month. And, yep. then, <laughs> and it was every month it would turn up, same day, brilliant, away I go. Absolutely love that, but I will not read anything else. Apart from Hello Weekly, you know, I'm all, <laughs> all, all of that, obviously. Um, I'm, I'm a TV Times, can't miss a good film. Um, but TV I absolutely, <laughs> going back some time there. there you right? go. That's a throwback right there. You're yeah. still circling the week, you know, on the programme, right? <laughs> Mark, Mark's, yeah, Mark's from up north. He still puts the little code in to make sure his VCR is records on time. <laughs> We're spending more electricity because we can't afford to turn the VCRs off. <laughs> but, uh, no, and and also, I, I absolutely loved reading it. But and if this idea takes off, I want a part of this. Oh, it's another one. <laughs> yeah, it's another one that's, that's already out, out there. Um, are you doing sort of podcasts for those sort of things or, you know, ones that they can listen to individual articles that people can put on and listen to and go through? Because uh, it's like, I don't spend loads of time in the car. Would I download a few of them? Probably, yeah, and just go, there we go, put these on. Is that what the, is doing the next phase? Doing a sort of a job here, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking that. <laughs> Cut this out, I better answer this carefully now. <laughs> um, no, yeah, absolutely. I think uh, it's, I mean, what you guys are doing here is a great idea. And you could, like you said, Mark, people can just stick it on in the car. You're driving to a client, you know, be up to date of what's going on. Um, for us, it certainly, yes, is a possibility that we could go down that route. 
um, and I and I think I certainly think that it should be explored um, because the concept it absolutely works. Everybody has a phone these days. Everyone's got access to internet. They can very quite easily stick it on in your car on your headphone, and then there you go. You're that, informed that's been our on point the move. From- that's been our point for us is that is it's yeah. probably a similar vein is to make sure that people uh, can access the the chats that we have and yeah uh, they want to listen to our ramblings it, it's 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 something that people are finding familiar and can draw parallels to their daily lives or the, their work lives but the things that we chat about however <laughs> rubbish it <laughs> we decide to talk i guess i we talked to, to lots of people over the last few weeks and we've got lots more plans moving forward about the audiovisual industry as a whole and we've kept it, it the, the conversations have always been around the community that we have within audiovisual and the fact that we are able to talk to lots of people that know each other or or, or in some way have been connected with each other um and i wonder if there's anything that's like that makes the publications and the things that we put together and the trade press in general different for audiovisual than it does for any of the other industries that are out there, we talk about Fork Weekly or whatever it might be, but is there anything that's slightly different with audiovisual that you've seen? I mean, from my personal opinion, I've 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 been in the AV world for the last five years, and obviously some of you guys know that I'm also a DJ as well, so I'm kind yeah. of like been in that side for a while now. Yeah. Um, and one thing one thing with the AV industry is that I, that I picked up from my early days is that everybody knows everyone Hmm. um everyone's very very friendly and people don't like to leave the industry they may leave their job but they're gonna stay in the av world and we've seen this since the covid situation happened loads of people move and stay in the industry itself and and that's a testament to the av industry on its own um that people once you're in you don't want to leave it yeah um I th- the only other industry, me personally, that I've worked in is the legal industry. So I, I can only compare it to this, right? <laughs> and they are, it's chalk and cheese, absolute yeah. chalk and cheese. I, could, I, I wanted to get out of that legal industry as uh, quick as I could because I just found it so dull and boring and no disrespect to any lawyers that may be listening, but it went for me. <laughs> Not a big problem, <laughs> Yeah, I, I wouldn't. Have, <laughs> we'd have been in big trouble before now if there's lawyers listening. <laughs> Um, but no, I think, yeah, I, I just think we're a very innovative industry. There's, mm. it's, it's continuously changing and evolving. And that's only a good thing because that means that what you did this, this time last year, is to- it could be totally different to what you're doing next year, same yeah. time. And, and that keeps you on your toes, which is a great thing. There's not many industries that are kind of forward thinking like that. Yeah, I, I agree with you completely. We have talked countless times about the experience that we get from the seeing stuff and hearing things and being in in this industry and um the impact that it has on some of the outside world and Mm. and it it does change constantly and we are able to talk about fresh stuff all of the time and that's based around the amount of exciting stuff that's happening there's been a terrible global pandemic and we're still able to talk about some of the innovations that have happened and the creations that have happened within our industry we've not stayed still so the fact that we're able to broadcast this on a a weekly basis and talk to like yourself putting together publications that are able to bring out new and exciting articles and interesting uh, information to the channel to inform and and let everyone know this is going to happen or that's happening 
I think that's great. I, I see it very different to a lot of other areas where there's maybe not been the ability to be so innovative. Yeah. There's not been the uh, flexibility to show that things can develop or adapt and evolve as quickly as, as the audiovisual world. Uh, so to see those things happen in real time, to see what people are doing, I think it's really interesting. I, th- I find that extremely interesting and, and what then comes back, the interactions that, that, that happens when you're, putting together information and we see within certain publications or or different publications that the future of the technologies or the future of what is going to be coming but then there's also deep dives i mean is there a particular favorite article or favorite i guess bits of information that you pull together that's that's a real favorite for you um i think i think the best articles are where a problem problem has been solved Mm. Um, so where somebody, it's like, it could be a case study, it could be a product that's been launched that will solve a lot of issues. Um, and going back to educating, it's that thought-led um, kind of approach that makes the best article. Um, and, you know, I always say this to, to my clients when they, they're asking my, for my opinion on what they booked at advertorial, for example, what should we put in the content? And I always say, think of yourself as a problem solver. And, you know, how is your product or service going to solve a particular issue? And why should um, you're, you're essentially pushing your services to our audience, right? Why, they, why should they choose you? Why you out of everybody else? We're a very competitive industry. But if you can show that there was an issue, you solved it, the client's happy. These are the type of informative articles that I, I personally feel work really well. Our, our readers love um, because it's, uh, essentially, you know, we are a business magazine and we're there to advise top level business people that this is how you should be operating your business. And if there's a massive issue, or a solution that needs to get solved, and they've picked up the solution from an article in in a magazine, then we've done our job. Yeah. And lads, is there any favorite articles that you kind of go looking for? Uh, I agree. You know, I love a case study. I love to see when somebody's had an issue and then resolved it. But is there a favorite one, something that you go looking for a particular type? I am. Um, I particularly like the long form version. So you get this often in uh, in a magazine, and it'll be like a four page spread, and it'll be. Here is everything you need to know about a company. And it'll go <laughs> formed in 1742. And it'll really go. <laughs> but actually, I quite like that. And you can, yeah. you can see how that's developed, where it's come from. And then we're doing this production over here. And we're, we're, we're engaging with these kinds of things. And did you know we've, we've done every classroom in Japan? And did you know that we are now the biggest distributor for projectors in Malaysia or something? Yeah, it is fascinating because... When you really get into the details of this, it's sort of, um, you can start pulling all the different threads of everything together. Yeah. Um, and actually, just on Mark's podcast idea, I'll, I'll, I'll take this one, if you like. Uh, just the read-through of a really long article, because I'm really lazy and I get bored halfway <laughs> through. So if someone could read it to me uh, and maybe put grapes like, in my mouth at the same audible. time. Okay. Are, you, are you suggesting we do... Uh, like audio books in uh, like audible for magazines well, you know, that, that, actually, that could be I, a new, new way of here. doing things well the, the guardian <laughs> does it with some of their long articles um uh, so they actually just have uh, the person yeah. that's written the article talk the article through i, I can't i quite like genuinely it's better than listen to it because i do know people that flatly refuse to read anything at all and will only <laughs> take things in video and audio format i love reading um, i just find it i have so much more time to listen than i do to sit down and read so i love reading a book or reading an article or reading the paper or reading whatever it might be but i have so much more time that i 
I can't get I can give my attention but I can't give my attention to reading um because I'm, I'm doing something else usually or I'm it's it's there so I can consume that content audiobooks I've listened to so many it is um, my library on audible is incredible hours and hours and hours and hours of it but I, I, I think I know in it no yeah <laughs> not that it's not that highbrow uh, <laughs> Uh, but no, the, the, the long form article for me that's, okay. that's my absolute favorite I, yeah. I do like i get a lot out of that about yourself mark is there a particular yeah. article you go looking for it's exactly the same I, I look at the small articles and i go that's not telling me enough that's mm. not telling me enough i want to do i want to know exactly what went wrong not just this went wrong i want you deep diving telling me what went wrong how many man hours it took you to realize somebody had not plugged it in you know that's how <laughs> deep i want to go you know <laughs> i want to understand that uh so like i said the long form articles the ones where it can be read more or episode two coming next week and uh, you know it's all just kind of driven out of it they're the ones i look for and the ones i highlight out uh but when i kind of go online and i see you know it's 10 pages long I'm like right i'm here for a while let's let's slowly start going through this and you know i see it all and then i go oh, let's have a look at that and then i again it's tangent enough uh, and i think that's where it's just keeping yourself going and i like to from the article learn about the article that i've just read so it's very much of that educate point of everything i've just read i go away and go Oh, that sounds really good. That, but would I have done that with a small article? No. Would it? Would it? Would a video have made me do that? No. I would have watched it and just gone. Oh, so that's yeah. That's all right. That move on. Whereas when reading about it, it gives you that little bit more time to go. Hold on. Yeah. Let's go and have a look at this. Let's let's see it. Let's feel it. Let's hear about that individual thing. Is that because you can use your imagination a little bit more as well? Like you can put oh. as many pictures as you want, but you can put your, you can imagine it yourself and putting yourself within that experience. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why books. Uh, 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 I, I find for myself considerably better. And like, yeah, audio books uh, uh, give you still give you that, you know, imagination. You can still picture it, but um, nothing beats it. Re- sitting there reading it. So uh, yeah, I agree with you completely. I, I, I prefer the, the I like the case study part where you can read through the information. I do like reading some of the articles about the future of uh, information, taking in multiple sources that maybe I wouldn't have had the opportunity to talk to. Getting in somebody else's opinion that. Yeah. I wouldn't have necessarily been given personally and understanding what their thoughts are on a subject that you know I'm interested in or, or something that I haven't really thought about. So their feelings on hybrid working or whatever it might be, the, the, whoever that might, whoever they are. Do you, do you ever find yourself reading an article of this future magazine and you've got, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're absolutely wrong, though, mate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're the best. You can get all yeah. angry. You're yelling at a book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to get anything else back from it, but yeah, 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 yeah. you do. I was going to say and agree with your point, uh, Kyle, that the interview the kind of opinion pieces are also very, very, very valuable uh, because it gives you an insight on somebody that you may not be able to get access to. Yeah. Um, and, and how they think and how they view industry trends, for example, what's their view on business in general? And that's that's a very, very useful thing to be able to read and just have that knowledge in front of you. Yeah. We're a network industry, aren't we? We're an industry of exactly. people who know people and that's exactly. kind of what we do. So, and, and I suppose um, the press, in a, in a way, is an extension of that. That's why it's so important with an AV because you get the opportunity to highlight things that wouldn't normally get the opportunity and everybody knows everybody or they know of the yeah. people and and part of it is down to that we're a tight-knit um industry but also because 
of things like this where you'll have an opinion piece where someone will say here's the thing that i think and everybody listen you don't have to agree but it's it's fascinating i think and it, going back to your fir- your very first question about what's the role of the trade press uh, something that i should have said at the time but it just come to me but Another big role for us is to bring the industry together. We do this in various ways, whether it's, like you said, Andy, networking. Um, it could be via drinks events, awards, galas, you name it. We, we're the ones that organize this to bring the industry together. And that's that's a good point as well. And, and, and that's a huge part of what I've experienced within AV over my many, too many years of working in audiovisual <laughs> is, is those things that are those events that are organized through trade press or, or through publications. Those are those, <clears throat> those networking things that are no real agenda other than to bring people together, to network, to engage, to make sure that everyone is connected in some way or another. And you, we've talked previously uh, about uh, award shows and how we all know everyone knows everyone and we all talk to each other within those uh, within those environments. And, and that's testament to the ability of the, the, the press to sort of give people that information and trust that people trust that they're able to provide them with detail around something where it's not too much questions. You might not agree with somebody's necessary opinion, but you'll you'll generally agree with the information that you're being provided which brings me into uh, a point that i know as somebody that works in the commercial sector you're going to completely disagree with me but i'm going to say it because i know it's controversial yeah within all of the trade publications are there too many adverts now are there too many products being advertised within it and are there less articles or is there a good enough balance what do we all think I know it's going to be. I know where you're going to. Fall you know my answer summit. to this. I know your answer, <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> I would like to hear what the other lads think, because <laughs> my answer is very obvious. He's yeah, obvious. Mark, Mark, I've got lots to say, but I'll let you go first. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Really appreciate it. Um, I I don't think there are too many adverts. I don't think they're the right adverts sometimes for the right content. And that's that's the imbalance that I see is you can have a content there about, you know, hybrid working and then all of a sudden there's a HVAC system and you go, that's not yeah. what I want. I want to be reading about hybrid system and an advert about hybrid system coming up. You know, yeah. I want that analytical, you know, if I'm reading this, I'm interested in this for a reason, what's to go with it. And I think that's where I come across it. I don't think there's too many supported you there I met um you know <laughs> got yeah. that in there for you um, <laughs> but then I think on the other side of it there is too many sometimes of the same thing so there's not enough diversity within the advertisements it's all the same thing just a different name on the front of it yeah I think that's mm. the that's the striking balance that we've got to try and achieve mm. to be honest I don't think it's ever really bothered me you because there is a certain buy-in when um yeah, I know, Mark. It's the one thing in the world that doesn't annoy me. Um, <laughs> but there, there's a certain buy-in when you get you read these sort of trade publications. You kind of know what they're about. That you know, you look at the adverts, like yeah, we'll find them. And it, some adverts are great because you genuinely get to see what's new and interesting. And the ones that aren't great, then it's sort of fine. It's all part of the, the deal that we make when we, we get these magazines, which, by the way, are always free. Um, I don't think I've ever paid for one myself. So, yep. um, I don't know. I guess I'm not too down on that. Uh, as a, as a concept that said of course if it if it does go mad and it's an advert like there are magazines you can buy more in america than anything else um when you like genuinely you can flick through them and it is literally an advert every page which are a bit yeah. annoying um but I, I don't think we're quite there yet 
I, I was I just think... looking to sign you up to one of those. I think it's the balance, right? I, um, I, uh, you know, the reason I, I, I ask it, something that's been brought up with lots of uh, people, there are a lot of adverts within trade publications, but we understand that it's a free publication to all and that these things are, they're not free to produce. So I, I agree with you completely, Andy, and that is that you kind of buy into it. But it's something that is certainly questions that we've been asked in, a, in advance of this and thoughts that we've sort of had around it is there are a lot of adverts in in some of the magazines and there are lots of space to, to, to fill up. I guess the, the thing that I really want to know is not really about the amount of adverts but how do you find the balance when you're putting together a bi-monthly <coughs> magazine mm-hmm. how do you find the balance between the space that you you genuinely need to fill to be able to yep. produce the magazine itself and the articles and the information and the uh, informative part of it because there's a lot of to be said of finding the advert informative as well in the fact that somebody's showcasing their technologies and something that you may not have seen before or uh, manufacturers bringing out a new product and there's a balance within av trade press i would say because you might not necessarily know that but when you're putting together your page numbers or whatever it might be how do you strike that balance we have to um so we where where we do see a lot more adverts and we always have essentially like a a yield amount that we need to make in order to produce the magazine and distribute mm-hmm. the magazine. Yeah. So what what we try to do with with us is we unless it's a, a booked as a double page ad- advert, for example, uh, we will never have a advert next to an advert. Mm-hmm. It will have editorial page advert or editorial page editorial page. So it is it does have that balance. Um, what we don't want to go down the route of is obviously having like you said, like those magazines in America, mm-hmm. advert, 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 advert. Nobody's, nobody's going to be interested in that. So, you know, it's in all of our interests that there is a balance there. Um, where we do kind of give some exceptions is issues that we have that are going to be at trade shows, for example. So yeah. the issue we just worked on now, which is our May issue, that's going to be out at ISE. So naturally, we're going to get a lot more advertisers wanting to push their products or services within yeah. that issue. Same with Infocom as well. Um, but th- the other five issues we have a year, it's it's going to be a lot more balanced mm-hmm. because that's how naturally it's going to be. You know, yeah. people have separate budgets for trade shows, for example. Yeah. Uh, and they're willing to spend a lot more. Yeah. The key is to strike that balance. You can't have advert, advert, advert. No, because you, would, you would lose readers for sure. Of course, definitely, and and it is a balance that I know we've we've got to strike with it, and I'm sure that there's a there's an awful lot of work to go in, and there are it's a difficult one because there are probably trade publications within the AV world that maybe don't have as much editorial as much articles and and require a little bit more to, of those advertorial pieces to to keep it going, keep it in circulation, yeah. and I wonder whether um, the online presence has meant that you're able to balance that a little bit more towards there being the longer form uh, uh, articles within the printed document rather than there being as much printed adverts okay. uh, but when you're able to do that and have that immediacy <clears throat> of, of yep. you know e-shot or whatever it might be yeah no, absolutely look having online side of things has certainly helped the industry because like you said it's immediacy yeah yeah, yeah. um you know some people may not want to wait another month for 
the next issue of a magazine they want to know right now what's going on so you know like it goes back to my point pick and choose like pick and choose which format you want to use for your particular messaging if it's to do with an immediate announcement then absolutely i would i would recommend online all day long but you know if it's something that's a bit more informative a bit more like a case study or a thought led approach then you know utilize the print side of things and you guys have all said it you rather read a long based <laughs> article yeah, so yeah. that's four of us right here yeah. that that all agree on that so it's all about and it's my job to help advise my clients on what they should be doing and strategically think of what they should be doing not just full page full page full page or yeah, banner yeah. advert banner advert banner advert you, it needs to be you got to have a strategic uh, thinking behind it yep. our industry is absolutely competitive so people are going to have the same product and want to push the same messaging but it's like how do you differentiate yourself between that whole list of the same companies or the same products that you're pushing out so you have to think creatively and um, this is where different options and online allows us to have different options so it works for me it works well together i think so we've been going a long time so Amit, exactly quick question for you. yes have you ever bought from an advert you've printed without looking at the product <laughs> oh it's a good question uh, i would say no, I would like to look at the product first. Absolutely. <laughs> I would have to test it out 100%. No impulse buying then, have it? No. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. <laughs> well, talking of impulse buys, Mark did buy six kilograms of salmon yesterday. I know it's a little off topic, but, you know, there aren't <laughs> many people six I know kilograms. that would go to the supermarket and walk out with like a like a proper barrel full of fish. Wow. What are you making with that then? I'm intrigued. <laughs> a mess. When something's, on <laughs> when something's on offer, I am there. <laughs> All I can say is thank you, Tesco. Hey, it's got, a, it's got bare, bare teeth marks in it. But you love it. Doesn't matter. Like, Get so, a discount. <laughs> from being, uh, I've been interviewed a few times uh, for different things and, and given my input. And, and feedback and um i think get mixing up trade publications that that's pretty embarrassing uh, that yeah when you think you're writing to, to somebody and go well in your article last time you said that it were the, then you get told politely that that wasn't us um yeah. <laughs> I've, that I've, one. Had that, I've had that to me um before um I, I went up to a client at isc and um they were like didn't i just speak to you I'm like, uh, nah, wrong magazine. <laughs> so mi mixing up, mixing up, or, or mixing up products as well. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Getting products mixed up. Uh, that that's that's another one where you you would think that you get it right after this much time, but unfortunately you don't. So you're talking to somebody about a particular solution, and you get the you get the wrong product. Yeah, or you say they're competitors' product instead. <laughs> bad mistake. Has <laughs> there been any drastically bad ones like that where there's been like competitors' names printed and the, and and there's been a scramble to change it all about? No, nah, nah. we 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 are quite. We know we it, there's a massive due diligence process that you know yeah. our, our editorial team will go through to make sure that there's no errors when it comes to the print, specifically the print side of it, because once that's printed, it's done. Mm. Whereas online, you, know, you could immediately change things if there's a spelling mistake or you've name dropped the wrong person. 
Um, but print, they have to be vigilant because once it's once it hits the printers, that's it. <laughs> we can't do a recall on it. <laughs> you gotta be careful. Yeah, absolutely. So I know our editorial team takes out a whole day just to read through every single article once again, just to make sure that there's no nothing that shouldn't be there. <laughs> Could do with them for this podcast, I think. <laughs> It'd only be about 30 seconds longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> what about you, sir? What about you guys? Any, uh, you, you've been interviewed for any of the, the publications or had to do any of that stuff? I, I've had an article done, which I, I'll be honest, like a baby, I've still got it over there. I'm really proud of it. So, um, so you should be. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the few good things I've ever done. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> oh, fair but no, I was, I, I was genuinely, because it's, you rarely get the opportunity in life to do something creative. Um, and it was creative and I wrote a large part of it myself not all of it obviously um, but obviously that's that's how the interview worked the guy interviewed me we, we put some notes down he wrote it up I obviously made some changes talked it through get the finished article um, and you know, I was genuinely really pleased with um, being part of it I think was 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 nice for me personally but actually getting to get some of my stupid ideas down and print um, was also quite fun too. Sort of excitement of seeing your name in print. Yeah, it? yeah, you know, really excited. I remember it coming through the post and be like, ah, trying to show my wife, and she <laughs> couldn't care less. But she's like, no, <laughs> genuinely, um, trying to pretend I care, which is, you know, I take the sentiment. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, I mean, she was never really going to get super interested in a, in a in a range of you know new interactive screens and projectors, obviously, but. <laughs> Um, but again, I, I was like, well, get a couple of copies. I sent one to my mum, you know, because <laughs> yeah, 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 we're all basic. Mark, anything I've, for you, I've, mate? Had, I've had the opposite where, where uh, something misprinting has actually worked in my favor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they, put the, they put the price wrong on that salmon. That's why he's got so much. Yeah. It was supposed to be six grams of salmon. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But uh, no, I, I did an, an interview for about four years back and they were printing it through. And um, the interviewer had actually interviewed my dad, who'd done the same job as before me five, six years earlier. But on the interview, put my dad's name Ooh. and everyone was like, great article, well done, brilliant. I'm sat there going, I get nothing. You get hundreds <laughs> of people congratulating you on a great article that I can't get reprinted because it's in your name. <laughs> I like the idea that they were calling them up going, oh, that was a great article. If only your boy could pull up as, uh, you know, I'll give it harder. That is the problem. Could be like because you in the same days. industry. That's exactly what they were doing. They're like, you know, you, you, you would have thought you would have brought one of your kids up to be just like you. All right, cheers, brilliant. You know, thank you so much. You know, so it's, uh, it has happened. But do you know what I'm If it went bad, I could have blamed him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the other way around, that's isn't it? Other way down. I took zero risks in that interview. <laughs> excellent well i mean it's been fantastic to talk to you today um we're coming to the end of the podcast now really appreciate um you spending the time talking to us but we cannot end right there we never end right there we always hand over to mr andy sharp andy what have you got for us this week so i have got a quiz and not only this i've got a quiz but it's styled after a famous newspaper-style TV programme, so everybody remembers, have I got news for you? Yes. Um, and do you guys remember the blanks round? From oh, Hawaii yes. So yeah. that's what we're going to do. We've got some uh, some headlines, and I need you guys to fill in the blanks. Oh, I love so it. We'll just, we'll just we'll jump straight into the first one. This is a good one. Um, 
Washington article. We hate math, say four in ten um, something of Americans. Ooh. We hate math, say four in ten. Something, uh, a something of Americans. A group of Americans. It was a majority of Americans. Majority. Oh. Uh, with the, yeah. So ne- next one. Um, breathing blank linked to staying alive. Boldly. <laughs> quietly, quietly, quietly. Yeah. Heavily. Yeah, my house. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, breathing, yeah breathing quietly. <laughs> uh, oxygen. Yes, it was oxygen. Oh, <laughs> we're all thinking the wrong things here. Right. Breathing oxygen is linked to staying alive. I mean, we oh. scientists did this, came up with this. <laughs> Statistics show that teen blank. Drops off significantly after the age of 25. Statistics <laughs> show that Teen Blank, blank teen... drops off significantly after the age of 25. Teen what? Teen... 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 I'm pregnancy? pregnancy? Teen pregnancy. pregnancy. Yeah. Teen pregnancy? You got, you're really good at this. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Right. Teen pregnancy drops off after 25. Well, yeah. seems as you, at 19, <laughs> you being a teenager. Okay. Uh, China may be using... Blank to hide at submarines. Water. The yeah, sea. Really close the up. sea. The sea. <laughs> yeah, the sea. Excellent, Amit. China may be using the sea to hide at submarines. I'll, I'll line them up, Amit. You knock them down. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's good teamwork. Good teamwork, Mark. As opposed to those flying submarines. <laughs> oh, um, dear. Right. Uh, and then this will be the last one. Um, World Bank says the poor need more blank. Money. Money. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. True story. Well, brilliant. Thank you very much, Andy. Amit, absolutely fantastic. Thank you very much again for joining us today. Uh, Andy, Mark, as usual, thank you so much. Um, thank you to everybody else that's been listening to us. Your feedback and your interactions are phenomenal. We really, really appreciate everything. As usual, please leave a review on your podcast provider of choice. To everybody that's listening around the world, we really appreciate all of your interactions. Next week, we've got an extra special show. We will be having a LTSMG takeover. We are at the LTSMG event at the University of East Anglia, and we'll be speaking to all of the people that are in attendance. So really listen out for that. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you all. We'll speak to you all again soon. Bye-bye.